baseball fans. BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free to play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free to play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Do you have a moose near the caboose that needs to be tamed? I am talking hairy, big, and needs some support. Thankfully, our sponsor today, Manscaped, has you covered to keep that hair looking nice and trimmed and feeling fully supported. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Go to manscaped.com and use our promo code TAGS, T-A-G-S. Welcome to an episode of Sex with Stevie. As so many of you probably already know, Sex with Stevie is a live podcast that's recorded on Facebook Live every Thursday night from 10 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash tags podcast. But this is the repackaged version of it. And I try and edit out some of the pieces that only work for live video that you can imagine and give you a tight version for your listening ears. So my first interview was with Brian Knight, who has a comic book series that is really sexy and that I want you to hear about. This is my conversation with Brian Knight. Hello, is this Brian Knight? Yes, this is he. How are you? I am good. How are you? Thank you for doing the show. Sex with Stevie here. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Well, you know, somebody tweeted you out to me and showed that you have this comic book series, Velvet. What is it called? It's called Velvet. Velvet Collar. So the series is called Velvet Collar. It is a limited nine-issue series we have planned with a collection of short stories. So, yeah, it's uh, we're currently getting ready to release issue three now. It's been uh, it's been a long journey so far. Well, we had I, to learn a lot of things from scratch, and now we're dealing with COVID. Yes, and I want to get into the details of. I, I read. Thank you for sending me the first two. Wow. First of all, it's so well done from your writing, from the storytelling, which I really want to get into talking about. And then, of course, your amazing illustrator. It's so well done. Congratulations on that. And I know so many people are going to 
really want to see this. But I guess my first question to you is, did you grow up looking at comics? Was that something that you were into as a kid? You know, the first comic I ever remember reading was a Disney comic from uh, the series DuckTales, where uh, Scrooge and his nephews were shrunken down to micro-size and they got lost inside of a cart of apples and broccoli. <laughs> and that was, that was the earliest comic I could remember. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, I mean, I definitely didn't know that one. And in preparing for this one, did you see many... I know there, I've heard through the grapevine throughout the years that they've tried to make certain characters in a lot of Marvel comics or different comics that we all know and, and have heard of or love that there might be some gay characters in there. Has there ever been like a gay comic book series that you know of, or, or maybe I just don't know, maybe there's a lot of them. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of them. I mean, uh, I'll just name some off the top of my head. Uh, Ken's Bed and Breakfast. Uh, they, they're also based out of New York. Um, there's also, let's see, uh, the Defenders, which is a gay superhero comic aimed at teen, at young at teenagers, um, that made a big splash. Okay. Uh, AJ and Magnus, that's the one. So think Calvin and Hobbes as if they were raised by two gay dads. So <laughs> I love it. That, that one is very like family, child friendly, PC. Um, it's very popular. So it's a, and there's tons and tons more. Um, uh, there, there's a lot out there. Um, all these gay and queer creators struggling to survive. It's very encouraging to see them trying to create in this medium. So I, I feel like I'm in good company. Yeah, I have to say, when I was reading it, I haven't. I didn't grow up reading a lot of comics, but. I, I thought for a minute there that you could just kind of speed through comics. You know what? You really can't because so much of it is, if it's really good artwork like you and, and your partners have in there, plus good writing and hot, I might add, writing and hot illustration, I found myself just getting lost in, in the storyline, what was going on. And with yours, the issue number one is called Unhappy Endings. And you were telling me the other day, as we were talking on the phone, that some of this was based on reality that happened with Rentboy.com, correct? Can you tell us, the audience, a little bit about how, it, how the, your comic is based on reality? All right, I was working on other comics at the time, and uh, at the time, Renfoy.com was the largest online platform in the world, allowing male sex workers to meet clients. They had been around for 18 years. Then, August 25, 2015, the FBI, uh, the Department of Homeland Security, um, ICE, and the NYPD stormed the offices, raided the place, shut the, everything down, arrested the CEO and six of the primary support staff, put them all in jail, and there was a lot of back and forth for a long time, and ultimately the everyone else was released without charge, and the CEO pled to one count of conspiracy and served something like three to six months. But, uh, so I knew that I had another project going on. I shelved that one because 
I knew this was going to be the beginning of the change in the sex work business that had been pretty much in a golden age for the past 10 years, and that was starting to come to an end. So I thought I have to try to collect as many of the stories and perspectives about the sex workers in this place and time so they're not forgotten, because... Our stories are handed down through rumor, through myth, um, from one professional to another, or lost altogether. And the uh, and the autobiographies and memoirs of other sex workers—they've been there's a lot that's been done, and they've trotted a lot of road, but I have never seen it done in comic book format with this much concentration. Um, this is the first comic to really showcase male sex workers in a huge variety of experiences and backgrounds. Definitely uh, to your point on backgrounds and I really appreciated that each each of your is it five different ones that you you portray have equally different backgrounds that are really fun to read about and I couldn't help but thinking as you drew from a real life uh, happening that occurred with Rent Boy actually being going down. How much of it did you, did you stay true to what really went on with what you knew and how much did you kind of deviate to fic fiction, fictionalized writing? Mm -hmm. So um, there have been lots of stories about sex worker experiences, but people pick up comics to have fun. So that's the primary bit. They picked them up to have fun because they're interesting. So I had to keep that priority in mind, creating an entertaining narrative, while at the same time all the characters are based on real people. You can actually talk to every one of the characters in the series in real life who play them, who either play themselves or play other characters in the series. Um, so I had to really think about their own unique voices and their own unique experiences that they either wanted to represent or things that they wanted to talk about. So like Abel Ray, he's been in the business for a few years and that breakup scene right at the beginning, that's happened to him, unfortunately, more than once. So that, that big breakup scene at the beginning yeah. of issue one, uh, that was real. But I have to ask you on the on the actual aspect of Rent Boy, which I remember when all of that went down, and I remember reading tons of stories about kind of the the slant of a lot of the articles that were out there were really lascivious towards uh, the 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 CEO of Rent Boy, and then always oh, in jail, and it's all gone down and. And, you know, a lot of speculation on charges. And I know this a lot because we talked about it be here on this show a couple of times based on stories that we had read. And he had DM'd me a couple of times and says, you know, you really don't know the full story. And I do want to get him on Tag's podcast at some time to tell. Oh, my God. I so, I so, you know what? In order to finish writing the series, I really want to sit down and talk to him. But there never seemed to be a good time. I made dinner for him once and his friends hung out at his place. But there's never really a good time to sit down and ask, so you ran a site for hookers and you got thrown in jail for six months. What was that about? What was going on behind the scenes? There's no good time to ask the question. 
<laughs> and, and yet you're doing it in, in at least in issue one and two, it's you're very fair. Um, in fact, I would argue you're very fair in, in like what you talked about, showing the various different uh, um, escorts, if you will, and that and giving a face to them and, and really showing how the FBI or the people that investigate people like for sex workers, it's like they're, um, are they really spending all taxpayers' dollars? I think you alluded to at one point for, for what? For people that are really just making a living for the oldest profession in the world of, if you know, call it prostitution, that people want. And I think you're very fair. I don't know why somebody like that wouldn't sit down because I think in the way you're telling it, in your, your very artistic way, it, you, this would be one of the best ways he would shine. Yeah, it's um, and and so we have great art, we have good writing, and we have real people who are actively invested in the creation process. So we have a solid trifecta to finish this series well. Um, and, and like it, I said, and, go ahead. and all the, you you see it especially in issue two. Um, in issue two, it takes place two years later after the events in issue one, and our characters come back together. And I had to really, I had to rewrite that issue maybe four times, just following some basic storytelling principles that I learned from Archie Comics. Uh, yeah, it was, it was the simple, the simple thing was tell people what they want and tell people why they do things. Like, you don't have to reveal everything, but at least a plausible reason for them to act. <laughs> right. So, and it was, oh, and, and, and all those reasons, those basic writing came from real stories. Like, in, in issue one, you see that Misha, the bear, who's based in Washington, D.C. right now, uh, he has unfortunately been targeted but with death threats and stalking and hate mail so that scene where he's being stalked by someone threatening to kill him in the subway, uh, that happened to him and happened to me. So I kept digging back for more truth in these characters' lives from the experiences of real sex workers in order to inform their actions and inform their worldview. Well, I know you're never going to run out of stories even when, I know you say this is a limited series and it doesn't take anybody to turn on a blog or the news to see somebody in political hemispheres or, or using um, sex workers for their own gain and I think you're onto something. How has this been received? Because in quarantine, as we're not going out to bars, as we're not going to clubs for months and months, I couldn't think of a better time for your kind of work, artwork and, and medium to really flourish. I mean, is, have, have you found that? And I know you're trying to, you have a call to action too. You need more signups to get the next issues. And after reading one and two, I want them to come out. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Yeah, so uh, I've been taking a lot of time reaching out to people on social media and through my networks, in addition to just maintaining human connections and sanity through the isolation of COVID. Uh, a lot of people have lost their, lost their jobs and their income inc insecure. So it used to be we'd have a certain number of people donating, donating 
a lot, and now we anticipate we need a lot of people to donate a little each to, to get us over the finish line. And I, and I definitely think we can do it, and I definitely, it just, it's just very, very labor-intensive. Before, before we go right now, what is the place that people can go to? I know we can, you can go to velvetcomics.com, correct? Okay. It's a velvetcollarcomics.com. Uh, you can go there, you can purchase PDFs, or yep. you can purchase paperbacks, and you can contact me on Twitter at BrianKnight66 or on Instagram under the same name. Yeah, and right now, as we're speaking right now, you're on Facebook Live, and I have your tag, and I grabbed a picture of you from your Instagram um, with a dog. I'm not sure if that's your dog or not, but... Uh, well, that was actually Scooby. That was my boyfriend's dog. Oh, he, uh, okay. Well, unfortunately, Scooby died at the beginning of the year of cancer, so oh. that was in the, in the last few weeks. We just gave him lots of love and hugs um, to help him get through it. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, I mean, and what a time to, yeah, exactly. So, but we list that. I will continue to list all this on tagspodcast.com. Um, um, one of the things before I let you go that we were talking about the other day is instead of doing an OnlyFans like so many people are doing, you were telling me that people can contact you and you'll almost curate together on a commission basis with somebody that wants to see you in a certain scene and then you'll go and create that video, that erotic video for them. Can you talk a little bit about that because it's so entrepreneurial and so outside of the box then and I, not, no offense to people that are doing OnlyFans, because I think, hey, it's great. But I kind of like this idea yeah. of on-demand for each individual person. It's kind of a new way. Yeah, I mean, uh, OnlyFans and Just for Fans are taking over. And I don't have the sexual energy to go at it like four or five times a day. And it's exhausting <laughs> to, like, yeah. to go and get people film scenes, fill out paperwork, edit music, light, all that. I don't, that is a lot of time and energy and bless the men who dedicate themselves to it because they tend to make a lot of money. I, I need to, I can, I, I don't have that level of focus yet. And sometimes my dick just doesn't feel like working on a Tuesday. So <laughs> you know, I you're just, speaking to the choir. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so I just let people know that I am making these videos and they're usually small solo clips. I'm now in talks with other performers who feel safe to start filming again. And we're talking about some either things that we typically don't see uh, online because we want to have a novelty for it or we just want to create it in our own way. Or there's lots of people out there who want videos of very specific things who are interested in paying a premium. And someone might pay me 200 bucks for like a 10 minute solo showing my feet. There but you. if I just, if I just, I wouldn't know. Which by the way, are what size? Uh, my feet are 15 quadruple E. They're, they're big flippers. There you go. I can, I'm sure, yep. <laughs> so it's just easier to let people know, like, hey, I made this, and just, and a lot of them are like, well, all right, I trust you. You have a good reputation. Let's see it. So um, they, they will see it. And, and eventually, um, all these video, all these solo videos, for example, that are being commissioned, people get control of them for up to a year, year and a half to themselves. And then I can distribute, and then I now have fresh content 
to ultimately put up on a site when I finally get around to it. Oh, I like that idea. So they get it for themselves for that period. You, you have your contract that you create, and then after that time frame, then they can disseminate it. That's really, really well thought out. And it's no, I'm not surprised because of your work on this um, comic book series, Velvet Collar Comics. We should shout out to your, um, you, the, the amazing illustrator. Uh, can you just mention his name real quick? Uh, yeah, so the first issue was done by Dave Davenport out in Los Angeles. He's uh, also run Marginalized Tattoos. I think it's still around. And uh, he did a lot of issue two, but he had to leave because of, uh, per because of uh, personal issues. So Byron Power out of the United Kingdom uh, took over. Uh, you can find them both on Instagram. Byron Power is also, uh, he did all of issue three and he'll be doing all of issue four. I'm very proud of him, very happy with his style. And uh, we, we definitely welcome other artists to come pick our brains because if for any reason that Byron can't do it, I love him, maybe, I don't know, I was, life happens, but we definitely welcome uh, artists interested in seeing the project all the way through. Well, Brian Knight, I want to thank you so much. I can, I'm already excited, and I have not been a comics person ever, but I'm, there's an interesting slant that you have in your writing style that is reflective on what's going on, our community, and is really alluring. VelvetCollarComics.com for people to check it out. I know they're $10 an issue, and then they can also find out information on how to, if they want to donate, so that we can get more issues, because I know people really will want this material. Thank you so much, Brian Knight. Oh, you're very welcome. Uh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. We will be in contact. Thank you so much. Hey, Jeremy, before you got Manscaped, did you ever have a debacle trying to Manscaped? I definitely have. So I had a fallout when I trimming my chest hair and uh, other places before taking a shower with a hair buzzer. Uh, it didn't have any attachments. It didn't have any safety guard on it. And I actually ended up slicing my nipple on the side. Ouch, and I'm holding my nipples right now. Ouch. So clearly that wasn't a good option or a good choice and definitely didn't happen again. Uh, I had to walk around with Band-Aids on my nipple for at least two weeks, and thankfully it healed fast enough, but not fast enough for me to not get caught by a colleague with the Band-Aids on my nipples, looking like a pasty, and explaining that embarrassing story. Oh my God. And I'm assuming Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a better alternative now. Far better choice. It not only does the job very well and quick, but it also is very safe to use. Well, don't make the same mistake. He did. The Manscaped engineering team just perfected the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created, the Lawnmower 3.0. The premium Lawnmower 3.0 is waterproof, includes an LED light, and is made with advanced skin safe technology, which reduces nicks and cuts on your delicates. You can get this trimmer inside their Perfect Package 3.0, which also includes the Manscaped Crop 
preserver, ball deodorant, and the crop reviver that I've been talking about, ball toning spray. Both super practical and they smell great too. Plus, for a limited time, when you order the Perfect Package Kit, you get two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag and the Manscaped Anti-Chafing Boxers Briefs. And one cool fact is the Manscaped Boxer Briefs have optimal temperature controls with their crop cooling technology while keeping your pride and joy supported. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Good. So get 20% off plus free shipping with our promo code TAGS, T-A-G-S, at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off, free shipping, use promo code TAGS, T-A-G-S, go to manscaped.com. I just said, Cody, Maurice Doggett, how are you? <laughs> it, it, you know, I, I felt it in, in the universe. I was like, call right this second. Perfect timing as always. You know when to you know when to go in and you know when to pull out. Hey. <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> well, listen. You can talk to the right people then. Okay, okay. First of all, cheers to you. Um, cheers, darling. Absolutely. How well? Let's just pat ourselves on the back right now and have a sip of our cocktail because. Um, we did a good job for our Tags Live yesterday, if I have to say. Yeah, I loved it. I had a great time. You know, and as talking I was... To, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, talking to Sebastian, doing our show and tell. Um, I actually thought of a show and tell that I could have done, uh, but whatever. So yes, yeah. maybe in the future we'll do another one. Well, I just did my show and tell real quickly, but tell the people what you shared on last night's Tags Live that... Um, okay. we, they missed out on. So I showed a RuPaul pin, um, a, a beautiful leather hat that I wear like when I'm in my leather mode and I, a jock strap that I bought during uh, COVID that I hope to wear after we get out of quarantine and when all the bars and everything is open. So yeah, you know, that was my show and tell. You know, it was one thing that I thought that you could have shown and it was something that your mm -hmm. friend 
had bought for you for your birthday that you shared with me. You came over. It was one of the first times that I had seen you since <laughs> since all this quarantine crazy shit. And it was these shorts that you bought in Chelsea. And tell the people, these are not any ordinary black jean shorts. They've got a, mm -hmm. a built-in feature in them. What's the feature they have built into them? 80%. So <laughs> so I wore those shirts uh, last night for the I couldn't show them because I had oh. them on last night <laughs> but they they have a zipper in the back but they don't look like they have a zipper in the back with uh, just in case like you you wear a jock strap and you kind of want to let your your you know your your best assets show. <laughs> Literally, yes. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it's very discreet too. Like you could totally wear those to a family picnic barbecue and no one would know. And yeah, I wear them all the time. <laughs> yeah, but let's just say you meet somebody at the family picnic, like a long lo lost cousin that, you know, you, I mean, maybe like three cousins away. Then maybe <laughs> when you're feeling twenty, when you're feeling twenty percent, which <laughs> you could, yeah, that could work. I don't know. That could be a lot of fun, perhaps. Yeah. Or if I crash somebody else's family reunion, and then you know I get somebody's cute, fine uncle, and then take them away. So maybe that. And before we wrap up last night's Tags Live, uh, I know you mentioned how much you like talking to Sebastian and looking at him because he's very attractive. <laughs> but um, how much, you know, his new show, I know you listened to it, Chasing Happy. Wow. I really encourage everyone to listen to it because it's about soul searching. And in a way that he, it's... It's, you could just listen, and he really encourages everyone to pull, get a glass of wine. And it's really his sharing of where he's at. He's had so much successes in his life, but he was really dealing with unhappiness that as a child, and how some of us can relate to that if you don't deal with that unhappiness, this, you're going to kind of continue repeating some of the same mistakes in adulthood. And we didn't talk about it a lot last night, but. I think it's really fresh and relevant for us gay men in a lot of ways. Did you resonate? Did that resonate with you at all? Oh, for sure. Especially during this time, because uh, he does mention in the podcast that it took, he used this quarantine time in order to quiet everything that was going on around him and look inside himself to find the answers to change his life on the, on the outside and, and really get in tune with himself through meditation, through um, other things that we talked about last night. And I really resonate. It really resonated with me. The whole, the entire podcast. It was amazing. So, yeah, I can't wait for more episodes. Yeah, new episodes, each new chapter, and they're they're really riveting. Each one drop every Sunday. It's called Chasing Happy by Sebastian Lacaz, and I really welcome you. Our show will be every live every Wednesday live tags live on the Get Vocal podcast, and that's V O K L. And we are in uh, the connection zone, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And it's it's going to be a lot of fun as we continue to go on. I'm really excited. Yeah. Are you ready to get into some hot gay sex topics before we play our fun game tonight? On you know I am. <laughs> <laughs> We're playing tonight. Well, it's a. I love how you, it's a, a take on Mary Shag Kill, but it's Mary Bleep Kill. <laughs> and our first story comes something that you sent me, and interestingly enough, Cody, you sent me this story 
about a former LGBTQ talk show host, Tim, yeah. Ga Tim Gaskin out in San Francisco. Yeah. And I kept wondering, why do I know that name? And he did a magazine called Gloss before. And I think I reached out to him for some reason. And um, my friend out in San Francisco, my dear, dear BFF friend says, uh-huh, who really worked, knew him. Um, true colors come out. Um, yeah. He, I'm just, uh, yeah, essentially the story, I don't want to call my friend out here, but, but essentially it's um, former, <laughs> I know, right? Let's not call everybody out here. My friend was just agreeing that true colors do come out. Former LGBTQ talk show host Tim Gaskin recorded in homophobic anti-mask rant. Uh, it's kind of, it's like a Karen story, y'all. Essentially, a man, this guy recorded um, this guy, Tim Gaskin, ranting against wearing a mask in a, I think it was, was it in a Marshalls of all places? It was in a Marshalls. <laughs> I just need to give some, yeah. Take hey, a, nothing against Marshalls, but come on now. <laughs> okay, you said, gonna, you said that. You said that. I said it. I, I'm a target, I'm a target boy. I'm a target boy. Are you really? Yeah, and, and currently I'm, and my mom got me into Kohl's, so, but I don't know about oh. no Marshalls. But anyway. My mom loves Coles. I, love, I know, moms love Coles. And then they get their sons into it and it's all over. So anyway, sorry people. A man recorded ranting against wearing masks using homophobic language, we'll talk about that, and exposing himself in a Marshalls in Campbell Monday. And I think that's in the San Jose area, if I'm correct. People correct me if I'm wrong. Campbell near San Jose. As they identified him as Tim Gaskin. He's a former San Francisco artist, magazine editor, and television show host. Several posters on social media identified him as the 52-year-old Gaskin. Ooh, don't you love it when you, you're called out for something? They also call out your age. <laughs> not for a good way, not for a good way. A media figure who made a name for himself in San Francisco in the mid-2000s. Wow, this person writing this story is all about, like, mm, has been. Um, the video was shared by DJ, we'll call out the DJ, San Jose DJ, Eddie House. Um, he showed Gaskin speaking angrily to a store employee and a man filming him about the store's mask-wearing requirement. Essentially, it's a Karen story. They told him to wear a mask. He said no and kept telling, and I watched the video, it's really gross, as he talks yeah, to the camera gross. and is essentially saying, it's a $75,000 fine if you essentially, he claims that denying him service because he's not wearing a mask carries a $75,000 fine, which is not which true. Is My lawyer friends, yeah. call him out right now. I love, how, I love when they get all righteous too and they start pulling in, this is a lawsuit with, out any law degree or background without, I was always the, under the assumption, Cody, that if a store determines that they don't want you in, never mind the fact that we're in a pandemic and it's just a requirement and duh, wear your fucking mask. Excuse me again, we're on Facebook, but um, that, you know, that should be enough, right? Yeah. I, unless it's like a discriminatory, which in, you can take those, um, you can use, you can do what you have to do in order to combat that at that time. But like, unless it's discrimination, then of course, like it can, 
they are at will to, to sell to you at any time. So, yeah. Right. And I don't think that they were discriminating against. They were simply telling it no. like every other store, Kohl's and Target, that wear your mask. And, you know. It's a public safety type thing. Right. I now. wear my cock ring and my jock strap <laughs> and I wear my mask. I, hey. This is how I suit up and I go out. Before you leave, cock ring, keys, <laughs> jock strap, mask. Wallet. Mask. Yeah. And sometimes I put the mask on first just so I don't forget, which I never forget. And then I go the other way around. So, I mean, it doesn't really yeah. matter as long as you get to the same place. By the way, uh, <laughs> Frank Pond says Judge Judy would, would have it, um, wouldn't have it for no mask gasking. Yes, exactly. Um, Take her to jail all day, okay? And then she used, I'm sorry, Tim used, um, like, it, homophobic words well, like the f word came out of his mouth several times. He tried to pull his uh, genitals out in the store. What was that about? Like, who and, does that? And then let's not forget <laughs> the fact that he called out a Latino, uh, which yes, uh, I'm not. What did he call him? The Mexican over there, the one that. Oh yes. So that we're getting disgusting. Has this guy lost his mind? Apparently he's done, know. and I love the article because it's like back in the 2000s, you know, and now he's sell, importing meat, which is what he did before apparently, which I found uh -huh. really like specialty meat, which by the way, who's importing meat anyway, but um, after this story, I don't think anybody's gonna wanna buy that imported meat from him. They're gonna get it. Nobody wants that meat anymore. Mm -mm. <laughs> Sorry. Not after it's been all over uh, TMZ. Nobody wants Yeah, it. he had like a major, <laughs> I remember Glass Magazine and totally out. Like, how did he become all, all of a sudden homophobic against his own people? Pull out his genitals. I'm not sure where that, I mean, and the man's lost it. And unfortunately, he falls in the Corys and the Karens of the world, or whatever we're calling the man. Kens, I think we're calling them. Um, yeah, Tim falls into that category, into that lump, and that's a category no one ever should want to be associated with or know. But it, our culture is really pulling this stuff out of people, right? Yeah, it's like leaching it out of people. Oh. <laughs> and who would think that a, a mask would like make people just lose their minds? Like, I don't understand it. It's it's just very simple. Like. Protect yourself, protect everyone else, yeah. and wear the mask. It's that simple. I've seen videos of people with actual breathing problems wear the mask, and they've taken their alcohol, blood alcohol level. They've tested it because they, they have breathing problems, so they, they have that, those apparatuses. So, and it's still the same amount with the mask and without the mask. Moving on uh, to our other, you know, somebody wrote into us uh, recently, and I was so happy. They loved the show, and I always love it when we hear from our listeners and what they want us to talk about. And one of the things I read the first thing on Tag's podcast on Tuesday on what he was talking about, and today I thought I'd read this one, and maybe you can weigh in, Cody. He says okay. this is his second subject. He said he got a massage from a guy on Rent Masseur. It was hot and he got me off at, um, he got me off at the end. No surprise, but afterwards we started talking. Lives in Michigan, travels all the time. 
sometimes will get effed. We're on Facebook, people, sorry. Almost always jerks a guy off. He said the cash flow is good and he owns a home back in Michigan. Um, so the guy writing okay. in goes, what's this world all about, question mark? I was sort of fascinated and you would be, we would be the right people to open up this subject. Well, I guess I'll just say my first thoughts on it that, um, hey, I, in talking to my former guest, Brian Knight, a few minutes ago uh, about prostitution at the oldest job around that's been around since day one, honey, there's a reason why it's always been around. You can make bank. And until we deal with our sexuality, if we ever do, being prosperous, being happy, being family, our sexuality should really go in the, that listing in my mind, if not on the one hand, on both hands, as it's sexuality is so important to well-being and life. And when you repress that, I think you, that's when things die. And when you open that up, it can actually have prosperity too. So I'm not surprised that he has a house. What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, um, I completely agree with you. I'm super sex positive. Like as long as you're not endangering yourself or putting yourself out there in a way that you don't feel comfortable, go for it. Do what you got to do to to make ends meet to, to to get that house. Yeah, I'm I'm here for it. Me More too. Power to Me too. Yeah, I think, and I do think when, you know, I think that this person writing in definitely had an open mind about the whole thing, and I think he was just surprised maybe that I don't know why he was maybe surprised, but. But one thing I can also talk to, you know, in this show, I've learned so much about so many different types of people relating to our gay sexuality in the LGBTQ world. It's, I love it. It's really opened my mind even more. And I always thought my, of myself as a very open-minded person, you know, and just thinking and watching that documentary that I watched, I had Dante Cole on this show, uh, remember a few weeks ago? And yeah. yeah, and it, there's a porn pandemic is the video on demand documentary that you can all watch. And it's behind the scenes on all of these adult performers and how shot really from the beginning of the porn pen or the beginning of the pandemic till recently or June, I would say May, June. And Dante has talks about it as he's always been good with money. His parents raised him with really good financials and to really have, just take care of his financial matters, so much so that he doesn't have a lot of credit card bills. He pays off everything and he can buy, he has a brand new motorcycle that is like amazing and he owns his own RV and he's doing good. So if you're good with money and you're in this industry, I think, yeah, it could definitely be, in fact, very lucrative, I would argue. Let's, in our last few minutes here, play our game. And you came up with a game, Cody Maurice Doggett, <laughs> called Mary F. Kill. And I have three groupings. Do you have three groupings? I have five, but we got. You have five minutes. So we, okay, we might only have ten. Okay, I'll start first. Cody Maurice Doggett, who would you rather um, marry, fuck, or kill? Neil Patrick Harris, Andrew Rannells, Darren Chris. And extra points if you can tell me why I chose those three. 
Um, they have something oh, wow. in common. They, they're, they're actors that, that can sing. Is that why you picked the three of them? Okay, we don't have a lot of time. They're all they, okay, they all played. They all played Hedwig, the angry inch on Broadway. Oh, oh good job, hard. good job. Okay, so so F, I would F, um, Ran, Ran, Andrew Reynolds. I would marry Darren Chris, and I would have to. Neil, Neil Patrick Harris. Oh sorry. my God, me too. <laughs> I would, yeah, sorry, I would too. <laughs> okay, go for mine. All right, so in honor of the comic book writer that we that you just interviewed, I picked three comic book characters. Oh my God, um, I hope I know them. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, oh, they're easy. Okay. Captain America, Thor, and the Hulk. Okay, I would marry... Captain, you said Captain America. Captain America, Thor, and the Hulk. Oh, okay. I would marry Captain America. I would fuck okay. Thor, and I would kill. <laughs> um, what's his one? The Hulk. The Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I like. So oh God, no. Too oof, goofy. No, that was an easy one. All right, here we go. Um, Cody, Maurice Darget, who would you marry, F, or kill? Now, the, I chose, I have mine in groupings, too, how funny. My, this is kind of the R&B moment here. Just bring it down. <laughs> I've got, who, who would you, Usher, John Legend, or, mm -hmm. just, or Jesse Smollett? Okay, kill Jesse Smollett. Okay. <laughs> right? You know why. And it's sorry, um, I know he's one of our gay boys, but... Mm, he, I know, but... He, he effed girl. up. Uh, I would marry John Legend because he has a... Like, he already proved that he could be an amazing husband. And then Usher, I guess, would have to, to F him. So, Ooh, and yeah. you know that sex would be good. He, he looks like he'd be a good lay. Yeah. Oh, sure. yeah. Never mind that he doesn't really want us, but yeah. I mean. <laughs> okay, go. All I right. think we have time for you. All yeah. right, so since you did your musicians, I have musicians for you too. You Perfect. ready? Perfect, yep. All right, so Ricky Martin, okay. Adam Lambert, and Frank Ocean. Oh, okay. Um, um, ooh, gosh. I would marry Ricky. Mm -hmm. I would fuck. Um, wait, who are the other two? Frank Ocean and Adam Lambert. Oh, fuck Frank Ocean and kill Adam. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Our island, too, too much eyeliner on both of us and it cancels each other out. You got the to go. Be a mess. But I like Adam. I mean, yeah, yeah, too much. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay, so I've got... Another um, Latinos here, since um, okay, yeah, I've got who would you marry, fuck or kill? Enrique Iglesias, okay, Ricky Martin, of course, and Mark Consuelos. Okay, um, I would kill Mark Consuelos. Sorry, <laughs> I mean he's hot. I would, I would, but because he's the least desirable of those three to me personally. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's super hot, but I mean, the other two are hotter to me. So, and I would marry Ricky Martin like you. So, I guess we would be we would be sister husbands or something like that. And then yeah. <laughs> I would I would have sex with Enrique Iglesias. Okay, 
Yeah, yeah. mine would be just a little bit different if I was to play on that okay. one. I think I would marry Mark because... No, no, I would marry Ricky. Yeah. Would I? Yeah. Marry, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on this one, I would marry Ricky and I would shag or fuck Mark and forget Enrique. I don't know. He's always been aloof in a lot of ways. Oh, and no. I have enough he aloofness just, in me. He looks like... Yeah, no. He looks like he would just give me everything I need. Sorry. <laughs> in every way. In every way. I love it. I love it. Well, thanks for playing. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, let me just yes, see if there's any... it always is. Always a lot of fun. Tune in to our live show, Tags Live, next Wednesday um, on the Get Vocal. And you can follow all of us, this stuff on... Uh, tagspodcast.com. Cody Maurice Doggett, thank you so much. As always, it's a pleasure. This was a fun week, and I yeah. do appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, my love. Have a great night, okay? You too. All right. Bye-bye. Continue being safe and healthy. Wear your mask, and I will talk to you soon. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER and partnership with MGM Northfield Park.